welcome back to another episode of... Explain It Slowly. Did you know? No, I didn't. Um, when, when you have a cast iron pan, you need to do something called season it. I know, I hate that. Okay. Did you know when you buy a wooden cutting board, you're supposed to season that as well? No. I guess, aren't they come pre-seasoned? Sometimes. I guess that's why, like, I don't like using wooden cutting board because I feel like anything I cut on there is just going to go through the green mm-hmm. and then just... Yeah, you're eating, like, gross stuff. Grossy. Yeah, and then, of course, you can't put that cutting board in the dishwasher to then, like, disinfect. So you scrubbing it by hand isn't sufficient enough. And that's because it's a non-seasoned cutting board. Um, So what is, why do we call this seasoning? Uh, It's not like we're adding flavor. That's the wrong, the wrong kind of interpretation. We're adding the weather to it. We're adding the weather to it. Why? Oh, because seasons? (laughs) Oh, ha, ha, ha. Uh, good one. Um, so, so I don't know why it's called seasoning, but I want to explain the process behind seasoning because I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so to season a... What is your hypothesis as to why it's called seasoning? It's not a hypothesis. This oh. is the process. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm just puking out information. No, no, no. What is your, uh, why do you think it's called the word seasoning? Why? So isn't that correct? What is your hypothesis on why it's called seasoning? Yeah, it might be, and I have zero evidence to back this up, it might be because people found that cooking uh, on a non-seasoned cast iron pan with high heat uh, made it magically non-stick. And they don't know how it happened, but it got all the flavorings or something from the thing that you cooked, and therefore it got seasoned. But then that doesn't explain why food, when it tastes good, it's seasoned. It, right, it doesn't explain why seasoning well, food is. We're doing... we're starting from the axiom that uh, seasoning is adding flavor, yeah. right? So starting from that like nugget of fact, if it were to be fact, I don't know either. Uh, then that's like how I would get to that like line of reasoning. But anyways, that's all like made up. I have no idea. What I can talk about is what the actual process is. So. If you want to season a cast iron pan, uh, you basically take that pan, you put some oil in it, you swish that oil around and you get rid of the excess, and then you bake it, right? Yeah. And that magically makes it nonstick. And you might be wondering, like, what the hell? Like, how does that work? Same thing for, like, a big wok. If you want to make that wok nonstick, you put oil in it, and you heat it on high, and then you get rid of that oil. To what coat you, it. Yeah, but you didn't coat it. I guess you did coat it, but you didn't coat it in the sense that you just put oil on it. Yeah. That's not what actually happened. What you did was create a plastic. Uh. So oil is made out of chain, carbon, hydrogen, carbon hydrogen chains. Carbo, <laughs> carbohydrin. Carbo, my brain is shutting down. Uh, but you have these CH chains, okay? Uh, I can use letters, I think. Um you have these CH chains, okay? I can use letters, I think. Um, and they they are made of long uh, carbon and hydrogen uh, components that, for the most part, are liquid. They swim by each other uh, because they're not sticking to each other. But when you heat them under extremely high heat and there's not too many of them, they will start to get tangled. They will start to polymerize and create a plastic which is what plastic is. It's oil that you treat in a certain way to make a long chain out of it. 
and that long chain essentially interlocks with nearby chains to create a hard material. In the case of your pan, what's happening is when you put a uh, vegetable or mineral oil or like even fat oil in there, uh, those oil chains will go ahead and start uh, breaking down and reforming uh, to form a film of plastic on your cooking utensil, in this case the cast iron, um, and that will go ahead and make it non-stick and uh, protect the, more importantly, protect the metal, the cast iron, from uh, uh, rusting, which is what you don't want to happen. Um, and you get the non-stickiness as a benefit of that as well. So that's what you're doing when you're seasoning. You're creating a, pl- a thin layer of plastic, same kind of plastic, different kind of plastic, but same, like it is a true plastic uh, that will go ahead and make things not stick. And when you do it to cutting boards, you do the same thing. You basically want to bake or let um, a varnish, a type of varnish uh, dry on on your wooden utensil and it's a very particular yeah. type of varnish namely like mineral oil i don't um, think you bake the wooden or tanner oil i don't think you bake the cutting board right it's only the cast iron that you bake i think you do bake the cutting board at a very low temperature really yeah i don't remember the details so don't take my word for that um i only done it once when we got our cutting boards you done it once i've only done it once and we haven't used that cutting board and we and we only use the plastic cutting boards that yeah we because have. it's so it's so much more convenient. Yeah. Here's a pro tip. Don't have one cutting board in your house. Have 15 small plastic cutting boards. Best thing that I have ever missed growing up. Because whenever you need one, you just grab one. Yeah, your You need house... another one, put it in the sink, grab a new one. No no regrets out of a dirty cutting board. Guess what you do with them? Put them all in the dishwasher and get them all clean next time. Yeah. Yeah, your house only used like wooden cutting boards and like, yeah, wooden cutting boards, not a fan. Yeah, and they're not seasoned wooden cutting boards, yeah. which is the problem. Yeah. Um, if they're seasoned, then... And, it's, and they're well-loved, let's just say that. Yeah, so. <laughs> they got grooves in them. Yeah. But but yeah, seasoned cutting board is not going to necessarily be cut by a knife, you know, because it has that thin protective layer. Eventually, where the oil, you'll still go through it. Eventually, you need to reseason it. Especially if you're using a serrated knife. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you live in a place where there's an Ikea or an Ikea, uh, they they sell these plastic cutting boards that are like... 150 each by 10. Yeah, we have like <laughs> a dozen of them in our house, and that's what we do. Every time we need a cutting board, we just grab one, a fresh one, use it, put it in the dishwasher, and then the next time, it, like it, it lasts a long time. You know, we have some that's been 10 years now since we... They're a little yellowish. Yeah, since we've been together, and yeah, they're still working fine. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, if it's like number one pro tip to to living a comfortable life in your kitchen. Lots of cutting boards. Yeah. Oh, I hate those flimsy cutting boards. The one that like, it's like if a they sheet go, of, boom, 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 yeah, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's like, what's the point? You know, I guess it's easy to like help you scrape food and such, but mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. Yeah. These, I these act as plates safe, that you can lift. And save space, I guess. These don't take that much room. It's like there's a stack of like maybe two, three inches that we have where we put our cutting boards. Always available. And if we ever got to the point where they run out, we put a mental note. Get a few more next time we go get furniture. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's the whole thing about seasoning. I wanted to brag about how like we're making plastic. 
which is cool. Oh, I thought you want to brag about our stack of cutting boards. No, 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 no. That's a pro tip. Everyone should have a stack of cutting boards. But yeah, you're making plastic on your on your hunk of iron. Uh, so that's cool. And I'm assuming it's it's safe to eat because so like because you're not eating we, it because didn't we say like when you burn oil or when you, oil gets to a certain like smoking temperature or whatever like it becomes really bad for you. So by baking the the oil onto the thing, I guess you're baking at a very low temperature, no. so it's never reaching that point. No, so you are getting rid of the excess oil, so there is only a film of oil, uh-huh. which means that whatever you're baking does not ever enter your food. It turns into a hard layer of plastic that perfectly coats every nook and cranny. Uh-huh. So that's, that's the secret. Um, and it turns out you can season with more than just oil, like uh, our earthen pots... For instance, for making like nabe, which yeah. is a Japanese like hot pot, you season that with rice, with the starch that is in rice. So if you go ahead and uh, make like rice in your pot, you season it naturally every time. You fill all the micro holes that are in because it's a it's a piece of clay. It's actually porous. You so you fill all those holes with starch, and by heating that starch, it actually creates a polymerization that actually coats it and yes if you use soap and you scrub really hard you are going to get rid of it you will break that down because soap breaks down oils and fats um so like you will need to re-season it but if you just do a light scrubbing survives no problem and is good for the next go so yeah i I don't like using uh, cookwares that have that, that requires, requires maintenance. <laughs> that requires seasoning because I feel like maybe I'm not doing a good job at seasoning things. It could still be porous, and then I'm eating what I previously ate that's been like settling in the grooves mm-hmm. and such. And I don't like that idea. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where the seasoning comes from. That's where all the flavor. Yeah. To be fair, uh, and to echo the my favorite instruction from our pizza oven, uh, it says to clean. Crank the heat to max. Nothing will survive. Uh, and I can I can ascertain to that. Uh, if there was a tomato on like that spilled off the pizza on the pizza stone, and you do crank that heat to nine hundred plus degrees Fahrenheit, the tomato is not there anymore. There is no more tomato. There's only carbon ash, uh, as everything has been incinerated to nothingness. So uh, there's no shared flavor. Uh, let's put it that way. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.